That's right. I am on, and you are listening to another episode of the More to the Point podcast. I am your host, T. Carlton Davis. Thank you so much for joining me on this next episode. Man, it is madness. I'm, you know, I, I do the show from uh, Northern California, and uh, we are in the midst of crazy wildfires and apocalyptic skies. I don't know, you know, if you, wherever you are listening to this or in, in your neck of the woods, uh, maybe you saw the uh, newscast. Skies were crazy, just so orange and, and, and red from the fires that are breaking out all over the state of California. So it's a little crazy out here right now out in Northern Cal. And that's not just crazy here in Northern California. It's pretty crazy all around the country. It's uh, it's just madness. I mean, as I do this podcast, it's uh, Friday, September 11th, also the anniversary of 9-11. So uh, thoughts and uh, prayers and remembrance goes out. To all the victims, the families, all the first responders, and to uh, the greatest city in the world, New York City. Uh, It's definitely a shout out to them on the anniversary. But I mean, the rest of the country, I mean, it's just, it's just madness. It's, it's, it's as divided as as it's ever been. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the current person in charge has a lot to do with that. Okay? It's in a racially charged environment that we have in the country right now. The country should take its cues uh, from its leaders, right? From who's in charge. And if that person who's in charge, if they really wanted to see the temperature of the country, you know, get lowered a little bit and, and try to bring some unity, they would do and say things to help facilitate that. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think if you, you wanted to, to get that situation calmer, you would, you would douse gasoline on the, on the fire. You know what I mean? Talking about, speaking about fires, you know, the, the country is, literally and metaphorically on fire right now. And and the guy who's in charge uh, doesn't seem to want to put it out. He seems to want to inflame it uh, for whatever reason. For whatever reason, you know, uh, you know, that's kind of what I want to talk about. I mean, what, what, what is the reason that you would, you would want to divide the country to make things Worse into, into, into scare people into, and, and, and put fear in people to what end, you know? I don't see anything from the current president that says that he's trying to 
lower tensions and and bring back you know bring the people back together. I don't see anything from him. In fact, in fact, it seems like he's he's heightening the atmosphere as opposed to calming it down. He seems like he doesn't want to acknowledge what the actual problems are. That that you know that's that's the feeling I get from. Just listening to him, and then, and then, then this one, I, I, you know, I want to get away from that whole fake news. It's, 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 it's not fake news to to actually listen to what he says. It's not fake news to see what he does. There's nothing fake about that. You, you can't fake the things coming out of his mouth. That's for me. All you got to do is put a camera and microphones, and then just listen. You don't you you don't have to make anything up with this guy. It, it, it's it's unnecessary. He he creates the drama. You know what I mean? And and that's that's like that's just like the writing. Like he seems like he doesn't want to acknowledge what the writing is actually about. He he's just, he's he's the writing in Portland. He he makes it seem like it's just it's just riding for the for the sake of riding that that it's just crazy radical left people and, and but just going crazy for no reason you know everything's just fine he doesn't in his eyes everything's just fine you know why why are these guys going crazy why is the left radical so crazy everything is great they they, they should be happy. But that's what I mean. You're not acknowledging the issue. The, the, to him, they're writing for nothing. And and then, as part of his his uh, his political agenda for his reelection, he he says that the rioting if we hire if we hire Joe Biden as president, <laughs> the rioting will 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 continue. So. It, it, Okay, if it'll continue, what is going to simply continue because it's Joe Biden or will there still be the issues in place that caused the rioting in the first place? That, that, that's the madness to me. Like he, he won't acknowledge what, what's going on. As a matter of fact, I'll give you an example. Take a listen. What you're seeing in Portland is the radical left's agenda in action. Portland is their roadmap for America. If the radical left gets in and they treat Joe Biden as a puppet, he's merely a puppet. But if the radical left gets in, they look at Portland as a thing that they want. That's what they want. Why? Who knows? Doesn't matter. It's a different thinking. But it's a mess. Does he actually say that they want Portland and they don't know why they want Portland for whatever reason? This this is what I mean. How, how are you not acknowledging what the riots are about? Why won't this president or his administration say that it's the string of police killings of unarmed black people is the problem. It's why they're rioting. Why can't he just say that? 
Now, here's the thing. You you don't even have to do anything about it. You could, you could do just like any other politician has done. They, they talk about the problem, but nothing of it gets done. But you 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 gotta you gotta look deeper in the fact that he won't even acknowledge it. He'll say something as nonsensical as uh if the radical left gets in, they'll they'll do Portland. That's what they that's what they want to do with the rest of the cities. For what? I, I don't know. What what kind of madness is that? Is that you can't even admit to what they're writing about? Like I said, you don't even have to do anything about it. But a simple acknowledgement of that would go a long way. Don't you think? If you just simply acknowledged that there was a problem, that that would that would probably quell some of the some of the rioting to an extent. That you at least now that the rioters feel like their 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 urges, their cries, or whatever is being heard. So you 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 could at least squelch it a little bit if you really wanted to, but you're not even willing to acknowledge what the problems are. I, I just, I, you got to ask yourself why, why won't you at least do that? And, and I'm tired of this bad apples. Don't, don't, don't acknowledge it with the bad apples situation. That's, that's what every, you know, that's what they do every time is it bad apple bullshit. Okay. That, that bad apple thing is wearing thin, especially since it happens too often for just to be a few bad apples. That's why the bad apples excuses is, 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 is thin and is really not even an excuse anymore. Okay. Too many. To just be a few. But let this president tell it. There are close to no bad apples. Amongst the police in this country. None. I'm not exaggerating. Again. I, 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 I don't exaggerate. He said out of his own mouth. That there are. Very few to no bad apples in our police department. Okay? So not only did he use the bad apple excuse, then he quickly turned it to there really aren't any in our police department. Again, not fake news, not something that's made up. Words that came out of his own mouth. Just take a listen. resources and police training and recruiting and community engagement. We have to respect our police. We have to take care of our police. They're protecting us. And if they're allowed to do their job, they'll do a great job. And you always have a bad apple no matter where you go. You have bad apples. And uh, there are not too many of them. And I can tell you there are not too many of them in the police department. We all know a lot of members of the police. So wait a minute. Let, let me let me let me get this straight. What does he mean we got to let the police do their job? Who, who, who's stopping the police from doing their job? What, what, 
that when was that the issue? When did stopping the police from doing their job became the issue here? What 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 what's their job? Is is their job to kill unarmed black folks? Is that the job we're stopping them from? We're trying to stop them from doing. I, who's who's trying to stop them from doing their job? But this is what I mean. If if you can't acknowledge there's a problem, how are you going to fix it? I, I, I don't understand that. At the RNC you know, Republican National Convention that just happened. Not one mention of police brutality by by anybody who who stood up in that 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 oof, that train wreck of a, a convention. Not one mention of police brutality or somehow correcting, you know, how police are trained or you know, we're, we're, we're going to do something to that, to that nature. None of that was mentioned at the RNC. None of that. Okay. Hell, they, they, they didn't even, they didn't even have the decency to mention Herman Cain's name at the convention. The guy who literally died for their cause. They didn't even have the decency to mention his name. At their convention. The man died for their cause. <laughs> Unbelievable. And speaking of their cause, what what is their cause? Exactly. What 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 is their cause? I mean, really, think about it. Does this president and the administration even consider black folks part of the America? That's going to be great again. I, I didn't really feel like that 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 I, there was that kind of inclusion in their in their convention from their rhetoric. Sounds a lot like a lot of fear mongering to me. I didn't I didn't really see where we're a part of making America great. When you make America great, is it going to be great for everybody? And how could it be great for everybody if you're not even speaking to the causes? that we feel are an issue for us. So how how is America going to be great for us? See, this is what I mean about that slogan. Great again, great for who? Not one mention of police brutality, police reform of some type, or even a mention of Herman Cain. I don't know. No, I'm not supposed to. How am I supposed to feel like I'm included in 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 that whole thing as a as a black American? I don't really feel like it was great. And you 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 yeah they they even sent up that endless parade of of House Negroes <laughs> who they touted out. They touted out every every House Negro, and I you know and. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? saying? I don't want to be disrespectful. But that is the feeling you get from the black rep, the few, the very few black representation that the Republican Party runs out. 
they're never universal black people. That that even if you're not on that side of the aisle, you would at least listen to to these to these black people. That you would give them some kind of you know credibility. They they they're just touting the line, even though they they can see. The, the the inclusion is not for everybody. It, it, you would have to be blind to 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 think that the that you feel a total inclusion of the black community on the Republican side. Yeah, okay. You could be a black Republican, I get it. But understand as a black Republican, that means that you're about what the Republican Party is putting forth as a whole. And if you are and you're honest about yourself, you cannot say that you feel that there's a total inclusion of the black community by Republicans. Sorry. Let's just let's call it as it is. Let's be honest. Let's be real. That's the problem. Let's be honest and let's be real. That's that's just the way it is. If you so that's why I say House Negro. Because if you know this, if you know the the story and how it's set up, you have field Negroes and you have house Negroes. The field Negroes wanted to leave and not be slaves. The house Negroes, because they were living well, were like, "Hey, there's nothing wrong going on here. There's nothing wrong going on for me." And if and if you leave, if I hear that you're leaving, I'm gonna tell Master you're leaving. Those were those, there were those type of Negroes. And that's the feeling I get from the, the black folks that stand up there and spew things for that party that doesn't really respect or care about black folks. Serious. I'm sorry. That's, that's the way I see it. That's not somebody telling me that that's how I should feel. That's not some news stories telling me that's how I should feel about it. I just go by what I see and what I hear. The sound bites I played you, they're not, they're not doctored. Those are the things coming out of his mouth. So as an intelligent person, I like to consider myself somewhat intelligent. I simply listen to what he says and then I go, a, B, or C doesn't make sense to me. A, B, and C doesn't speak to me as a black person. So what am I to make of that? It's evident by the way this president speaks about and to black people, he's not particularly fond of us. He's been dismissive and condescending and in some instances downright rude to black female reporters. He's told Congresswomen of color to go back to their country, even though they live here and they were born here. And they're Congresswomen of these United States. That's how much or how little, I should say, respect he has for them. That he would say something like, now again, that, that's not a rumor. That, 
that's that's not uh 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 let me turn his words around or let me let me take them out of context. He told them they should go back to their country if they don't like what's happening here. They should go back to their countries, which he also again colorized it himself. So the 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 countries are terrible, and they should go back and fix those countries first, then come back and tell us how it's done. That's that's what he said about congresswomen of color who were born here in America. So to me, that that shows that sheds light and shows me what you really think of people of color. You assume everybody of color should go back to somewhere. That's just inherently racist. So then when people say that this president is racist, this is why he says things that are racist. So you can't, I believe as Maya Angelou said, when somebody shows you who they are and tells you who they are, believe them. Okay. I'm just saying. Believe that. He's never had a rally (laughs) in a predominantly black area where we could see all this supposed black support that he claims to have. When he speaks about black people and black people's causes, he does it in front of an all white audience. How is that speaking to me? That I don't understand. How's that speaking to me? I, I just don't understand how that supposedly speaks to me and shows that you're supportive of me and my issues in this country. It it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Yeah, yes. Of course, he, he he runs out that tired bullshit line that he's done more for black people than any president in history, which is utterly ridiculous. Now, of course, that's just ridiculous on the, on the surface, given that Lincoln, who wasn't the greatest guy either, let's not, you know, let's not make it seem like he was great either, but he, he did, in fact, Signed the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed slaves. So from that standpoint alone, you have not done more than Lincoln for black folks, in a sense. And then you take Johnson, another guy. Not real, not, not real cool dude. Not real cool with black people either. But at least he signed the Civil Rights Act. But this guy, this current guy, thinks he's done more for black people than any president in history think about think about the gall it would take to even say that statement out loud and and to believe it yourself he he honestly believe uh, well okay maybe he does i don't know but to say it out loud how, I, I just don't understand how that is even possible and what uh the the jobs thing and Black people are working more than any time. Uh, come on, man, stop it. Stop it. 
Stop it when it's so easy for me to go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Okay? That's their job. They keep the stats. I, I, again, I don't have to go to I don't have to go to some left-wing leaning newspaper or listen to a left-wing leaning newscast to get my information. That's that's the point. That's the problem here. I'll go to where they keep the stats, where they keep the actual numbers don't lie. You keep the stats. And you haven't, you haven't done more for black people than any presidents. Do you have it? Stop saying that. It's just, it's, it's insulting. It's insulting. This president was just heard on tape. You know, we got now we got the Woodward tapes. We got we, we got a, we got some other information now that this guy is not above board. See what I mean? It, it, this is this has been happening since day one of this administration. We, we things keep coming out, and I wish they would stop drip dripping the drip drop dripping it out. Just bring it all out. Uh, look. Uh, I don't want to get off track too much with this, with, but with this Woodward tape thing and, and this thing about him knowing more about, you know, COVID than what he put on. I cannot believe that I'm starting to hear that it's Woodward's fault. <laughs> First of all, Woodward's not president. He's not even in the administration. It is not his fault. He's a reporter and he was doing what reporters do. He got his information. What was he? What was he supposed to do? When as soon as he heard my man say the opposite of what he told him on the phone, he was supposed to run somewhere and tell somebody. How was that going to work out? First of all, how do you think that was going to work out? Oh, he was going to suddenly say, "Oh, yeah, I did say that to to Bob Woodward. Yeah, yeah, the pandemic is a lot worse than I I, I let on. Uh, you you think that's how that was going to go down?" Seriously, that is Woodward's fault. He should have said something, and and for him to use that as an excuse, where he said, "I heard him just say it in a proceeding." Again, I don't need news. I don't need somebody to tell me what he said. I heard what he said. He said out of his own mouth that if what I did was so bad, or if what I said was so wrong, why didn't Woodward come out? And tell people what I said. Why didn't he do something about it? Unbelievable. Can, it's 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 an it's an a non acknowledgement of what you did. You're basically saying that's what you did, and so what? And if it was all that bad, homeboy should have said something. That, that's your defense. That's your defense. <laughs> that if it was that bad, what I did or what I said was that bad, why didn't the guy who had the dirt on me come out and say it? If it was that bad. So obviously that it wasn't that bad. It's, it's your defense now. Being a he didn't come out and, and and drop dime on you 
the minute it happened, it's his fault. Not yours for not saying what the pandemic was really about from the beginning, but it's Woodward's fault for not telling y'all that I'm fucked up. <laughs> that is unbelievable. But that, that's been his defense on everything he's done wrong and gotten caught. It's either not his fault or it's not that bad. Y'all need to chill. And I'm going to do what I want. And, and then the Republican Party confirms it by not doing anything about it. But that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother. Let me let me let me get back on track about how this president treats and 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 and, and reacts to black people and, and their problems. He he does not care about black people. I, and I, I'm not trying to use Con, Kanye's line back from the Bush days and the whole Katrina situation. But this guy does not. But he pretends he does, and he and he and he and he says things that make you think, or he tries to make you think that he does, but he doesn't. Okay. Okay. You know what? Just take a listen. Let me ask you this. I mean, we share uh, one thing in common. Uh, we're white. Uh, privileged, who uh, my father was a lawyer and a judge in Illinois, and we know uh, what your dad did. And uh, uh, do you have any sense that that privilege has isolated and put you in a cave to a certain extent? Has it put me and I think lots of white privileged people in a cave and that we have to work our way out of it to understand uh, the anger and the pain particularly black people feel in this country. Do you no, you, you really dragged the cooler, didn't you? You switched it to you. Wow. No, I don't feel that at all. No. I don't feel that at all. That was his response to that. Woodward asked him, do you understand because of the way you were brought up and he even included himself in the way I, and he was trying to, he was, as you can hear, he was trying to give my man an out. He was, he was handing my man an out, you know, Hey, you know, I get it. You know, I get it. It's the way we were brought up. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to try to take it off your plate of you just being a straight asshole. I'm going to kind of blame it on your upbringing. Because I'm gonna I'm put I'm gonna put it on my upbringing. I I grew up with a judge as my father, and you I you know I was getting things handed to me. Hey, we know what your father did. You know it's out there. So because of that, do you see where black people may be angry and upset? And my man laughed at my man acknowledging it on his part. And then told my man, man, you have really drank the Kool-Aid. Think about that. He thinks what my man just explained to him, which is white privilege, is Kool-Aid. 
And you know, Kool-Aid in this instance is bullshit. So he's saying white privilege is bullshit. The guy who had everything handed to him didn't have to work at all, dodged work, dodged the drive, dodged school because he was white, doesn't believe there's white privilege. Told my man, man, you really, you really drank the Kool-Aid. Wow. And I'm supposed to believe that guy cares about me? Really? So listening to, again, don't need fake news. Don't need somebody telling me how to think about it and how to feel about it. What I just did is I listened to him. And and think about it. He didn't even say much. But what he did say spoke volumes. (laughs) What he did say speaks volumes. His immediate answer, no, 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 seemed like no thought behind it was like, here's what you do. Do you understand the, you know, why black people are angry? And he went, no, he would, no, <laughs> he didn't, no, that was his immediate. And then followed that up with, you drank the Kool Aid. Wow. So don't tell me about how I'm influenced by any wing left right i'm not i i no that's not what influences my thought my, what influences my thought is what this man says and what this man does he just told you out of his own mouth how he feels about the plight of black people in this country he thinks that there's, there's, there's there is no problem How it is is how it is, which is, again, goes back to why he won't acknowledge what the riots in Portland are really about. Police brutality and the unequal treatment of black people in the justice system. He said, "Uh, rioting for, I don't know, whatever, whatever their reason is. Really? Now, do you do you think for one minute this is a a newfound found view for him? Like like he's just coming into this realization that he doesn't care about black people? Of course not. Of course not. Of, of course not. It, it, it has to be something that you have always thought of. Okay. So he's never really been supportive of black folks. Listen to what he says when when he's talking to white suburbia and and letting them know that they will come to your neighborhoods and destroy your way of life with their low-income housing. Who's the they? Who, 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 Who is the they he's talking about there? What? The radical left is the, the radical left is going to come to suburbia and, and take up low housing, low income housing and destroy suburbia. Is, is that what he, is that what he's saying? Who historically 
and we're talking about historically in this country, who historically lives in low income housing in this country? People of color. So when he says they will be coming to suburbia to destroy your way of life, who's he talking about? Right. Okay. So we, we know who they is and we know who they is and what he means by that. Okay. We can all agree that this president lies on occasion. Yes. Right. Okay. Even if even. Okay. Let's put it. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me put it this way. By occasion. I mean on uh, days ending in Y. That's what I mean by occasion with this guy. Okay? Yes, he lies constantly. And, and, and his lies are not just, you know, the typical, you know, political jargon lies or white lies. And, and that's, that's an interesting thing to, to, to call certain lies. But uh, white lies... His lies have a devastating effect on people's lives. Evidenced by how he handled the COVID information. He lied to people about it, about the severity of it, how deadly it was. And now we have 190,000 plus are dead because he lied. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to hear this, oh, I was trying not to panic people. Bullshit. That's, that's bullshit. You tell people the truth and then tell them, look, don't panic because here's A, B, and C, and D of what I'm going to do to lessen the problem. That's how you control the panic. But let's be honest, who, who was he trying not to panic? He wasn't not trying to panic the public, the general public. He was trying not to panic the stock market. That's who he was trying not to panic. He didn't want them to panic and start losing money. So he had to put out there, ah, this is no big deal. It's going to disappear with that warm weather. It's going to go away like a miracle. Think, think about that. Now, again. Not fake news. We heard the man sit up on television in front of microphones and cameras and say, it's no worse than the flu. He said that. It's no worse than the flu. But then he said in the tape to Woodward, it's five times worse than the flu. He said that. Woodward didn't say that. He said that. So that means he knew that it was five times worse than the flu. And you're gonna say now because it came out that you didn't say, that you only did, you said that it wasn't as bad because you didn't want to panic people. Now here's the deal: you don't want to panic people. You were telling people wearing a mask was an insult to you. Something you you said the Woodward was airborne. You were telling people publicly that if you were wearing a mask, you're only doing it to disrespect me. You're only doing it because you're you're against me. Because you weren't wearing a mask. You see what I mean? So when you lie, people die. 
you can't have that. You can't have that as president. It, it you just can't. It, it, it's crazy because remember we thought it was oh he don't he don't read or he's not reading his briefings because other people were saying no oh, man they, no this is pretty bad you know other people it, that he had around him at first the doctors and stuff and medical people and science people who knew were like mm, now nah, this if we don't do certain things man this is this could be bad they were trying to. T- they were trying to tell people it was bad without seeming like they were contradicting him because we know how he gets when you contradict him. Now you're either fired or you're, 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 you're garbage or you're, you're secretly working for the radical left. It just becomes a whole thing for you. So, I mean, I, some people are probably just not cool. I get that. But then some people are cool but are like are trying to keep their jobs and their reputations. And so they try to do the right thing while still trying to placate to this guy. But the, the, the problem with that is in the long run, people still died because the head guy didn't tell the truth. Okay. That, that's just not acceptable. As from a president, it's just it's just not acceptable. A hundred and ninety thousand plus people are dead because you don't want to tell the truth. I mean, that's what it is, right? Listen. Read the air. That's how it's uh, passed. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. Uh, it's also more deadly than your, you know, your even your strenuous flus. More strenuous than your flus. He said that. He said that. He knew that in January. Did not take the steps necessary to stop it. He told the public it was no worse than the flu and that it would magically disappear. He said wearing a mask was a diss to him. Yeah, you just heard him say. It's airborne. You breathe it in. It's it's worse. It's it's worse because it's airborne. But then would say wearing a mask was a diss to him. He'd go around play different places, no mask on. So there are millions of people who follow this guy and believe everything he says and, and worship him. Would, would, would perform in places when they were asked to put on a mask where people who were kind of paying attention was like, I don't want to take a chance. You know what? Nah, let me not take a chance. I'm, you know, I'm going to wear a mask. You know what? I'm, I want to keep my store open. So, you know, I'm going to ask people to wear a mask. And then the people that were listening to this guy would perform. Oh, my rights are being violated. Oh, you're just, oh, you you just hate our president. That's why you don't want, that's why you want me to wear a mask. But then their own guy 
was like, oh, this is, this is airborne. This is, this is deadly. See, that's what I mean. Lying. I, I, I'm not buying you trying to keep the panic down bullshit because the rhetoric you were using that was not to keep calm. The, the rhetoric you were using, you said it was a diss to you to wear a mask. Okay, that's, that's not trying to keep people calm. If anything, that riled people up. That riled people up who believed you that you don't really need to wear a mask because you weren't wearing one. So those people were riled up. That's not keeping a panic. That's causing undue necessary nonsense. These people performing and carrying on and, and berating people in stores and carrying on because you said it was a diss to you if you wore a mask. You see what I'm saying? And then you then you come up with this, the things you did do. The, oh, we stopped people coming in from China. Oh, that saved millions of lives. Really? Did it? But did it though? You know what I mean? Did it though? I don't know. See, I, I can't believe you. I can't believe you now because you, you didn't tell the truth. So I don't know. See, see, see what I'm saying? So even if it did, I don't, your, your credibility is so shot. It was shot to begin with, but it's so shot now because again, we're hearing these things from your mouth. See other stuff. You know, some nah, other stuff, just some stuff. You're like, oh, oh, you, you didn't hear me say that. That's just somebody who don't like me saying that. See, I, all right. Uh, uh, let's, okay, we, we have to give you that. Yes, because we're getting all these unnamed sources. and All these people are saying stuff, but they don't want to put their name to it. I get it. So it gives you an out. It gives you a slight out to be able to say, well, you didn't hear from me. But see, this stuff we heard from your mouth. And you're still trying to say somehow you're not wrong. That's that's just that's bizarre. That's just bizarre to me. The holding back of information and not taking the proper measures affected lives. And, and and here's here's how I'm gonna bring it back to your to to this to this guy's not being in in black people's corner in a sense, okay? So you had that information and you didn't give it to us and and people died. But here's how it affected black people even more. We now know that the coronavirus has disproportionately affected black people more than any race. Again, that's, that's not conjecture. That's not me making stuff up. That's the facts. That's numbers. There's numbers to prove that point. And by keeping the truth about Corona to, you, to himself and, and to Bob Woodward, apparently, the black community has been devastated by this virus. Now, I don't necessarily think that black folks were like, well, he ain't wearing a mask. I ain't wearing a mask. No, I don't think that was necessarily the case. I think black people you know, tried their best to try to avoid this disease. But because everybody wasn't, it, 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 and, and it affected us black people more, it, it was a bad situation for us, okay? That, see, that, that, only mean, that doesn't mean just general 
the black community, I meant black people who work on the front lines of this disease were also adversely affected by how it was handled. Okay? Not just the black community, but black frontline workers. Okay? It's also known that at, at, at large, black people, black communities, are, are the last to get COVID testing, the, COVID, the little COVID testing that is going on. The black community is the last to get it. Which is devastating our, our, our situation even more because we're not able to find out we have it, get the proper treatment, maybe be able to pull through it. it, it it's still devastating the, the black community. Again, because it wasn't handled correctly from the very beginning. But then the sick shit is that they want to test the virus, the, the, the um, cure or the vaccine. They want to test it in, in black communities first. They want to test it with black people first. Why? Because the numbers show that we are more susceptible to it and that we are dying more from it. So then the logic is, well, let's test it on them first and see if it works. Wow. Wow. Come on, man. Seriously. Have have they ever heard of the Tuskegee experiment? (laughs) Really? If you haven't heard of the Tuskegee experiment, let me give you a, a quick history lesson about it. The, the Tuskegee syphilis study, okay, is also known as the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. The, the doctors at Tuskegee wanted to study how uh, untreated syphilis worked on the body. So what they do, they injected syphilis into African-American males this, this was done by the U.S. Public Health Service, okay? The, the government, in other words, wasn't some freelance, you know, pharmaceutical company. Or, it, this was done and okayed by the U.S. Public Health Service was studying syphilis at, at the Tuskegee Institute. It was a clinical study, right, between... The years of 1932 and I believe 1972. From 1932 to 1972, they were studying this and shooting syphilis into African-American men. The African-American men were duped into being, they weren't told that's what was happening. Okay, let's let's be clear about that. These weren't, they weren't volunteering. You know, hey, you know what, hey, I, I want syphilis to be eradicated in this country. I don't want anybody to get it. So I'll, stand, I'll volunteer for you to shoot me up with syphilis and, and see how my body responds to it so you can figure out how to fix it. No, 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 no. That's not what, that's not what was happening. Okay. The African-American males were told that they were getting free health care from the federal government, that they were getting some kind of eh, flu shot or some shots. So that 
They they don't catch common colds. They, they were told some bullshit, basically. And that it was free. Free healthcare. That's that's how they build it. So please. Do you seriously think that black people are going to be lining up to be human guinea pigs again? On some vaccine that you're rushing? You're rushing to do on top of that? I mean, where does the where does the disrespect end? Where, where does it end? Where's the line? Now, of course, there you know it may be some people who are willing to do it, but you know, given the choice, if they if they're given the choice, they weren't given the choice necessarily in uh, in the Tuskegee situation. But if if they're given the choice, I'm there may be some people who. May want to do it. That's that's totally up to them. That's not something I'm looking forward to. But you know, the choice is there. At least, at least, hopefully, they'll have a choice. Okay. But this is what I mean. Where, where's the line in in the respect for for black people in this country? I don't. Doc Rivers said it when when. Uh, NBA was doing their whole, you know, initial protest and, you know, showing how upset they were over the, uh, the killing, the most recent killing of an unarmed black man. Doc Rivers said he doesn't understand why black people keep loving a place, a country that clearly does not love them back. And we see little things all the time that clearly shows that. I, I, again, this is just another thing that questions the motives of this president and how he feels about black people. Another example, and this is this this may be obscure. Some of you may have heard about it. I, I, again, I, I like to read. And be able to know what I'm talking about. Okay. That's so, that's why I kind of, you know, I kind of try to make sure. I, again, I don't want nobody telling me what I should think. I need to find out for myself and then I can make my own decisions on what I think. So another thing that I've seen recently that this president has done, and again, I, I, I base my feelings on this guy, on the stuff that he says and the stuff that he does. So recently, he just put a federal ban on something called the critical race theory teaching. Now, if you don't know what that is, critical race theory is based on the idea that institutions in this country are inherently racist and are constructed to further the political and economic uh, interests of white people at the expense of minorities. Okay. You understand what that means? It's, 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 it's a study. And then it's a teaching that, 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 that goes around federal, you know, federal offices and federal departments to get people to understand critical race theory. And this theory is based that the structures in this country, the institutions of this country are inherently racist. 
you have just a side note to that. You have a president who thinks there's nothing wrong. You have an attorney general who went on television and again and said the same thing. Doesn't see racism. Doesn't doesn't believe that there's systematic racism. You you got Nikki Haley at the RNC talking about there's no racism in America. This is this is the this is the thought process of the so-called leaders in the country. Yet <laughs> there's a there's a there's a teaching going on, paid for by the federal government, called critical race theory. How is that possible? How how can the leaders think there's nothing wrong? Yet they're teaching companies and, and federal departments that there is something wrong and that it needs to be fixed. This, this, this whole theory is taught to better understand how racism is an institutionalized problem in this country. Okay. That's, that's what the teachers are for. There's scholars behind this. There's, there's scholars who teach this. Okay. They interrogate policies that, that go on in, in federal government and, and even in the private sector. They, inter, they, they interrogate policies like they, they go through policies that these companies are, are having and that are on the books to uncover the, the covert as well as the overt ways that racist ideologies and, and, and structures and institutions create and maintain their racial inequality. This is there's a there's an actual study and actual teachings. I don't know if you knew that going on to try to get this situation under control. Now, the president who claims he's done more for black people than any president in history, yeah, that guy has just told everybody to shut that down. He has personally directed, uh, this mandate came from him personally, that he shuts that down. Okay? Now, if you've done so much for black people, why would you shut something like that down? He has told them, he has told, this is, this is the madness. He has told them he is di- to, to directly identify, to begin to directly identify any and all contracts of any agency that's spending money on this training of critical race theory. Or Anything dealing with white privilege. He has told the the Office of uh, Management and Budget, the OMB, to identify where these teachings are taking place and to cut off the funding for those teachings so that they shut down. This is the guy who said he's done more for black people than any president in history has ordered the shutdown of how to end institutionalized racism in America so that everybody is equal and everybody's good to go. He's asked that to be shut down. 
his his reasoning is that he doesn't want any teaching or suggestion for that matter that the United States is inherently racist or evil an evil country that's why he he wants to shut down he doesn't want there to even be the hint that this country is inherently racist or an evil country okay now now this is not again this is not just some you know right wing left wing news story or whatever this is directly from the director of management and budget the OMB Russ Voigt said this is what he has been told to do he said that he called that the president calls these racings these uh teachings rather and trainings racist and un-American. <laughs> Again, this is what I mean about racism and when you say something about racism. Racism is so deep, so inherently deep in this country that to talk about it, you're considered un-American. Wow. Think about that. To talk about racism or the potentiality that there's racism is un-American to talk about. That's how ingrained racism is. <laughs> Think about it, okay? Just a side, just a, a quick side note. Uh, the NFL opened up last night, Thursday night. Uh, Chiefs, and uh, Texans uh, in Kansas City. Opened up in Kansas City. Kansas City. Here I come. Opened up in Kansas City. They had, you know, NFL's doing their whole, oh, man, Kaepernick was right thing. <laughs> oh, damn, Kaepernick was right. Okay, so they're, they're on that whole kick now. So they're letting people kneel, and then they're playing... They're playing the Black National Anthem. Oh, they're just pulling out all the stops. Whatever. Okay. So, no kneeling during the National Anthem. No, I'm sorry. I, th- I believe one player kneeled during the National Anthem. Just one. Okay. I believe the Texans didn't even come on the field during the national anthem. So they that's how they chose to to deal with the national anthem. They as a team, they didn't even come on the field. I believe Kansas City was on the field, and I believe one Kansas City player kneeled. Then they did a whole another separate thing where the PA guy asked for a moment of silence in respect of unity. Like we we wanted, we're just taking a moment to bow our heads in the hopes that we can all come together in unity. Okay? No flag, no song. Just a moment of silence for unity. And what do you think happened? And what do you think happened? Because... We, 
Remember, the, the whole deal was is that people were upset that you, you were kneeling and, and disrespecting the, the flag and you're doing it during the national anthem. And, oh, how un-American. Uh, we don't care what why you're doing it. You shouldn't be doing it during the national anthem. You shouldn't be doing it in, in front of our flag. So, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll have a whole separate situation. And we're not going to kneel. We're just going to lock arms to show our unity as players and coaches. We're going to lock arms and we're just going to bow our heads in a moment of silence for unity. And what do you think happened? People booed. People booed. So what were you booing for now? It, it wasn't a disrespect to the flag. It, it wasn't a disrespect to the song, to the magic song. It was, it was simply coaches, black and white, players, black and white, locking arms and hoping that this country could heal and be unified. And people booed. So tell me, what was the problem now? What what your the protest was was bad? How now? Oh, that's right. You just don't want people to protest that. You just don't want people to be unified. You don't think there should be unity. You don't think that that everybody should be equal. So you booed unity. See so. I really can't buy your whole flag and song dance anymore. Okay? I don't I don't really want to hear the song and dance on the flag thing and the song thing no more. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. You booed a moment of silence for unity. That tells me what this was really about. To begin with. Okay. That's what it was about. So look. So given the things that I've mentioned. Along with the denouncing. The not denouncing white supremacy violence. And and not acknowledging them as a domestic threat. And saying that BLM and Antifa are terrorist groups. Coupled with the public and non-public comments disparaging black people and the communities that they hail from and, uh, and the countries that they hail from and, and the and the, the the super spearheading of the Bertha movement and and the, the not apologizing to to the found innocent Central Park Five, along with the many more hateful incidences and comments directed at people of color. What am I supposed to make of it all? I'm supposed to believe that this president doesn't have some type of racial bias against black folks. That's what I'm supposed to believe now. Is that is that what I'm supposed to believe? I'm I'm supposed to believe the Republican Party is is welcoming to to black folks and their needs and concerns. Is is that what I'm supposed to believe? Uh, 
Now, I'm not saying, again, let me not, let me be clear here. I am not saying the Democratic Party is any better. But what they are better at is at least disguising their disgust for black people. At least they disguise it better. Okay? I, I think the two-party system, and I've said this before on other other shows and other episodes of, of our, our podcast, I think the two-party system is bullshit to begin with. Okay? It just is. So don't 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 get on the oh he's a he's a Democrat or he's left wing. That's why he's saying all the things that he's saying. No, that's not it at all. I'll have my show, and I've had and I've had a show. I, again, I ain't apologizing. Let me get that shit straight. I'm not apologizing for what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. That's that's bullshit because I'm not saying anything that's not true. I've already said on the other show how the Democrats are full of shit too. Okay? So, but given the current climate and the current situations, uh, this merits me talking about it a little bit more than the Democrats and their, their bullshit as well. But understand, it's not coming from that standpoint of a side. I'm really trying to be in the middle. And again, that's what I'm saying about the things that I've mentioned and the things I've talked about and, and, the, and the sound bites that I've played are things that you can hear directly yourself. This is not me putting anything in your head. This is not me saying that you have to think like me. What I'm trying to do is just put the information that is out there to you and then you make up your own mind. That's, that's all I'm doing. I'm not trying to say you have to believe what I'm saying because you don't, you do not believe it. That, this, it's clear. That's obvious. But what I'm saying is if you choose to look into what I'm saying, you will find for yourself what I'm saying is true. That's all I'm saying, which is what you should do about anything. You should not be told by anybody how to think or what what's going on. Do your own research. And then make up your own mind. So the things I'm mentioning to you and the things that are, are things that are out there and everybody can see it for themselves. Now, how they choose to feel about it and how they choose to act on it is on them. And that's what the, their thing is about. I'm just telling you what it is for me. Okay. So basically, at the end of all this, what's the end game? What's the end game? What is the end game to all this effort to sow racial discourse in America? What, 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 what's he hoping for? Or what, what's he hoping will emerge from his rhetoric and for his non-belief that there's a problem? What, what does he gain from that? What does he gain from the policies that he, that he puts forth? Like, like ending the, the critical race theory thing. What, what is he? What is he hope to, that happens from that? And then the lying. What? What is? What is the lying supposed to do? What's the end game for that? What that we're going to return to 1950s America? Is that? Is is that what he thinks? You know, because that's supposedly the, the era that was so great in America. Um, again, not for everybody. But what does he think? We're we're going to re, somehow return to that era? By by the things that he says and he does and the policies is that is is that what he's hoping for? 
or, or is it just all a ruse to, to get four more years in the White House? And, and what do you want those four more years for? I don't, I don't believe it's to make things better or to make America so-called great again. I think it's four more years to, to keep fleecing the government, you know, the government coffers for himself and his family. That's See, that's how it appears. Because I, I don't understand how the things that you're doing and you're saying is somehow going to make things better. So you want four more years to continue to do what you've done the, the past four? I don't get it. So is it just so that you can keep making money and and your family can keep making money and 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 rich people can keep making money and 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 and, and all the while the 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 real racists and the and the and the real bigots and 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 the and the uneducated are, are lapping this up and 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 in a frenzy. So how is that? Making America as a whole better. I'm not understanding that. But more to the point, I think most whites in this country are decent people. Okay? Just humanity. It's just just going to be the more, more... are going to be decent people and and understand the the issues and 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 somehow will will in in their own world or in their own situation will try to make things better as much as they can as individuals. But I also believe there are white people in this country who can be insensitive and oblivious about race. At least some of the time. But this current obsession with the far left being crazy and that all lives matter when clearly they don't and, and this losing their history and especially the racism part apparently apparently the they're they they're yearning for that to come back for them that that part of their history we we see that just the the and also the current oh it seems to be above. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to think of the proper way to say this. It just seems that it's it's way outside the current white racial oblivion norm. You know, I mean, you know, you have some ones that just like not so much that they're racist. They just, you know, they're not. They can't see it. They're just so deep in it that they can't see it. And that's always been the case. It just, but what what's going on seems to be beyond that. You know. They, they, there's a section of people that just become nostalgic for the for the relics of a bygone age. The statues, the 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 tangible racism, where you can just say what you want in public and 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 and, and do what you want in public now, and not not feel like ooh this this nah, this has got to be a slightly bit outside of the social norm. They're feeling like that that's gone. It's it's just it's it's going backwards, and it's and it's spearheaded by the commander in chief, and that's a problem. I believe that most whites, on some level, rec- recognize their you know kind of knee jerk hatred 
that is that is irrational. I believe that some, you know, get that. And while there's still a lot of them left, (laughs) okay, I'd like to believe that they're now enjoying the last hurrah before white supremacy and, and the flags and the statues begin to slowly fade into that sociocultural history. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's what's happening. Because currently, I'm really trying to see from all of this, what is the end game? All right. That's my time for this week. Thanks so much for hanging in there. And thank you so much for hitting the play button on another episode of the More to the Point podcast. You know, I deeply and greatly appreciate it. Please be sure to follow uh, me on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of those at the More to the Point podcast. Come on, be sure to drop us a comment. Your thoughts on about what we talked about today on the show. I'd love to hear what you guys think. And maybe you see the end game and you kind of let me know what it is. I would greatly appreciate that. Okay. But again, check us out on all the social media platforms, all of them at the More to the Point podcast. Hey guys, I am T. Carlton Davis. And as always, don't text and drive. And please, please treat your fellow human being with love and respect. That's all we ask. Until next time, love and peace. <laughs>